Imagine if you could sit down at your desk in the morning, piping hot coffee in hand, you could pop open your laptop, double click on a document on your desktop that says life plan, so you could check on what's happening this week, this month, or even this year. Well, I wanna help you create that plan. Let's spend five days together making a roadmap for your future so that you can live all the rest of your days on purpose. Yes, you can own the future that's coming your way. The five-day Own Your Future Challenge is absolutely free to join, and I've got a spot with your name on it. Don't let another week, month, year, or even decade pass you by without owning the vision for who you want to become and the impact you want to make while you're alive. This is five free days of learning from incredible world leaders, helping you to uncover who you truly are and leading you to craft a roadmap and set goals aligned with the future meant for you. This is important. Join me and other amazing global leaders and experts to help you own your future starting May 11th. You can join right now for free at jennaschallenge.com. That's jennaschallenge.com for the five-day Own Your Future Challenge. I can't wait to see you there. You can't have an ego when it comes to your creations. Of course, like you're going to have pride in them and you've put so much into them, so you care. But if you want to succeed and really create products that are going to resonate with people, you have to let them be a part of the process. Hey, my name is Jenna Kutcher and I am obsessed with all things business, marketing numbers, and helping you to navigate both the messy and the magical seasons of this thing called life. I'm a small town mama who took a $300 camera, grew a successful photo biz, and now I work from home and run a seven-figure online business. I teach you the tried and true secrets to building a career you adore. Shy away from the real talk? (laughs) No way. Money, hardship, growth, loss, and marketing are all topics we discuss here. Think of this as your one-stop shop for happy hour with a gal pal mixed with business school. Pull up a seat, make sure you're cozy, and get ready to be challenged and encouraged while you learn. This is the Gold Digger Podcast. No matter what kind of business you have or want to have, one of the best strategies to figure out what your customers want from you is to ask. Sounds simple, right? First-hand feedback from the people handing over their credit cards for your product or service is invaluable when it comes to launching and introducing new offerings into your product lineup. There's an art to this process, and an artist I love to watch in action is my friend Bethany McDaniel. Bethany created her skincare line, Primally Pure, out of pure passion. Her family started an organic livestock farm, and that's where her appreciation for real ingredients grew. Now her Primally Pure skincare line is crafted with recognizable, pronounceable ingredients, and you've probably heard me gush about them before. When I made changes to my skincare routine during our fertility journey, Primally Pure was and still is my go-to non-toxic skincare of choice. Now, you may have heard Bethany's name on the podcast before. If you've been around here for a while, she was a guest back on New Year's Day 2018, and her business has expanded like crazy since then, thanks to her continual focus on listening to what her customers want. In the 2020 environment where people are shopping for needs over wants, I am so excited to hear from Bethany about how the feedback loop is different and how she's still showing up in ways both new and devoted customers want. So here she is back again, my friend, Bethany McDaniel. 
Thanks to Fiverr for supporting Gold Digger. It's so easy to find freelance talent for your business or project. From graphic design to copywriting, web programming, film editing, and more, get 10% off in the service you deserve at FIVERR.com with the code Gold Digger. All right, Miss Bethany, welcome back to the Gold Digger podcast. How crazy is it that we are sitting here again today in totally different places than we were when we first did your interview a few years ago? It's so wild. I can't believe how much has changed and happened over the last two and a half years. I know. It's just, honestly, too, it's so cool because like our relationship has totally shifted to where we were almost like strangers that first interview. And now I just think of like all the texts we send back and forth and the life updates and business updates. And it's just like, I'm so excited to get to formally interview you again and talk about all of the growth and expansion that has happened. Oh, thank you. I'm so excited too. I still think it's nuts how initially I was just such a fan of yours and soaking in every podcast episode that you would put out there and then finally reaching out to you and hearing back and just how our relationship has grown. It's been such a blessing to know you and know you as a person and also continue to learn from you. Oh, it's so amazing. Oh my gosh. I love it. Okay. So refresh our audience. Who are you? What do you do? And how did you find yourself in the world of non-toxic skincare? Remind us of your story that started everything for Primally Pure. Yeah, I'd love to. So I found myself in the world of non-toxic skincare because I was meeting a need that I had for myself, which was a desire for better, safer, more natural solutions for my skin, my face, and also for my underarms. And that was a big one because at the time there weren't really any natural deodorants on the market that worked. That was back in 2012 when I really started looking into this stuff. And right around that time, my husband's family had just started a beyond organic regenerative livestock farm around the time we got married back in 2012, we were all kind of starting to think more about what we were putting into our bodies. And that was really the first step. Once I realized that most of the foods I had been eating my whole life were harmful and that the government and people kind of in power in charge are actually more interested in what's going to make them money versus what's going to make people healthy, I started examining other areas of my lifestyle And I had been doing it so wrong with food, and I knew that there had to be other areas in my life that were kind of backwards as well. So I had always struggled with my skin starting in junior high and high school. So kind of looking at the skincare products I was using was really a natural next step for me. And I was pretty shocked at what I found from the harmful chemicals in deodorant, ingredients that have been scientifically linked to a variety of different diseases, and then aluminum, which blocks us from sweating. So like just the idea that we're putting toxins up into our armpits and then we're blocking them there with aluminum and also not allowing the natural process of sweat to take place, which is actually a really healthy process and a really important way that our body detoxes and gets rid of the junk that builds up in our system. So kind of uncovering that and then also things like face wash, which I had always just used kind of the most harsh 
cleanser mm-hmm. I could find <laughs> because I thought, you know, growing up with oily skin, I thought I need something really harsh to kind of subdue that. Little did I know that was actually over drying my skin and then causing it to overproduce oil and making the problem worse. There were several different things that I was digging into and just kind of realizing like, wow, I've been thinking about this all wrong. So I was convinced that I needed to make changes to my skincare routine based on what I was finding and just kind of started experimenting with some natural solutions for myself and my friends and family and did that for almost two years before I started selling products on my family farm's website. And really from there, I was pretty blown away by the response I received. It was nothing crazy. My husband had me set a goal of making $500 a month on these skincare products. And I thought he was nuts for thinking that I could make that much money. That was like (laughs) so far off in my mind, but quickly I met that goal. And then I was really just so fueled by the excitement from my customers. And that just really motivated me to keep going. And despite different challenges that have come up, quitting has never been an option. And I think that's just because I'm so passionate and I've just fed off of our customers who also believe in the same mission that I do and, and are, and who really appreciate and enjoy the products. So yeah, that's kind of I'm how like your number one fan. <laughs> <laughs> I, it was so funny during quarantine, we've basically just been living in the woods with our neighbors. So we made this little pod basically. So cool. And she came over one day and she went up into my bathroom and she was like, oh my gosh, look at all, like it was all laid out beautifully on my sink. And she's like, you really do use every product. And I was like, I do like this, this is it. And it, it changed That's so much so cool. for me. And it's been really interesting, you know, digging back into a lot of fertility related stuff because we're thinking about expanding our family again and starting that process. And it just reminded me and brought back so much of my journey from back in 2017 when we first connected and a lot of the lifestyle changes that I've made over time. And it's just really been kind of this dual process of finding what works for me, but also educating and finding that knowledge that helps fuel the decisions. And I love that that's such a big part of your story and what you've created. I mean, so much of it is coming from just seeking out that knowledge. What has that looked like as you've kind of dug more into not only the products that you create, but the products that are on the market right now for the average consumer. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's nuts. Like I'm living this little bubble of natural products. And so I'm always surprised that people are still buying, like lots of people are still buying like secret deodorant and using that, like, like it's no big deal. And a lot of people will say like, well, the poison depends on the dose and there isn't enough bad stuff and one deodorant to really have a negative impact. And I would agree that swiping conventional deodorant on your armpits one time or even every day for a year probably won't cause problems for you. But if you think about it over the course of a lifetime, that what you put on your body can really increase your overall toxic load and have a serious effect on your health Not to mention like all of the products that we use. The average woman applies 168 unique chemicals to her body every single day. Mm. And historically, that's just such a new practice. These things didn't exist 
you know, a century ago. So it's really this experiment that has been going on for the last several decades of putting these new chemicals onto our bodies and into our food even and combinations of chemicals that the chemicals themselves, only about 1% out of the tens of thousands of chemicals that are in our personal care products have ever been tested for safety. So we're using chemicals that haven't been tested by themselves and also haven't been tested like in combination with other chemicals that we're using. So I just think of it as this crazy experiment that we're going through and considering how much the rates of sickness and disease have really skyrocketed during this time, the last several decades, I would say it's an experiment that's not going very well for us. Yeah, no kidding. And as you're saying that, I'm like, you know, guys, now is a really great time to detox when you're at home with the people that love you the most. Like it's one of those things where I smile because there will be days where I forget to wear deodorant altogether. And it's like, Mm -hmm. once my body regulated and went through that detox period, I'm like, oh man, like I don't even need a lot of this stuff. So I just keep smiling when I think about like, what opportunities being home and being safe at home have afforded us. And I think one of them is to clean out our cabinets and to also allow our body to kind of go through that process of detoxing, which is a whole other tangent. (laughs) Yes. Oh, I I a hundred percent agree. It's a great time to do it. Yes. Okay. I want to know. So how has your business changed since our first conversation, which was way back on January 1st of 2018? What looks different besides everything? (laughs) Oh man. I was just listening to that and having so much fun, just going back down memory lane. It's changed quite a bit. I can't believe that was already two and a half years ago. It feels so recent, but we only had seven employees at the time. Now we're at 33 employees. We had just expanded into an additional office and warehouse space back then. And now we're at a completely new headquarters with 14,000 square feet of space, always adding to it. Feels like every couple of months these days. (laughs) We have a spa at our headquarters now, which has been such a fun addition and have launched so many new products And it was kind of funny as I was listening back to that episode, at the time I was talking about how we were getting ready to launch our new charcoal deodorant and our new rebranded deodorant tubes, which are the ones that you see today. But there's a pretty crazy story behind the launch of those tubes. And it was like, so not fun to deal with at the time. But now thinking back, it's one of those things that I can kind of laugh about I don't know if I've ever mentioned this to you, but we had that launch planned out perfectly. Our new tubes were scheduled to arrive at the beginning of November, and we were going to launch them and introduce our brand new charcoal deodorant at the end of the month, like on Black Friday. So it was like this black charcoal deodorant we were launching on Black Friday. We were super excited. There were newsletters designed and scheduled. Social media posts were all (laughs) planned out. The influencers we work with were all prepared to spread the word. And we had Facebook, Instagram ads set up everything except that Black Friday was approaching quickly and our brand new tubes had yet to arrive. But our international supplier assured us they would arrive in plenty of time, so we weren't too worried. And to give some background, this was our very first international packaging from the shipping and customs process. And there was a lot of confusion and miscommunication along the way. By the time we were supposed to launch the tubes on Black Friday, we were absolutely certain they would arrive any day now. And that our awesome team could have several batches of deodorant made to fill the tubes with and then ship them out to our customers in no time. 
So we ran the promo. It did really, really well. People were so excited about the new tubes. If you look back and see the difference between the initial ones and the new ones. Like, I still have an initial one. And it's crazy. like, I, I won't use it all fully because I'm like, this is like the growth of a company. It's so oh, crazy. Anyways. That. That's so cool. That's so cool. Yeah. It was a big difference. Much better look. We were all really excited about it. We sold a lot more than we anticipated but we still didn't have the tubes. We didn't know this at the time. I think we thought that they had landed, but they were like still in the middle of the ocean somewhere on a ship. So thankfully we ran some other promos that weekend for different products and we still had plenty of work to do in just fulfilling those orders. But one week went by, the tubes still didn't come. Another week, no tubes, lots of emails back and forth with our supplier trying to sort out what had turned out to be this customs disaster. And then finally, almost three weeks after we like launched these new deodorant tubes, the tubes themselves finally arrived. They were in perfect condition, thankfully. So we worked really hard to get those filled with deodorant as quickly as we could and get them shipped out. And I think we got them out like in time for Christmas. We were just nervous that some of them were gifts or whatnot, but everyone was happy in the end. (laughs) You know, and it's funny because at the time you think like the world is ending. This is it. We're done. And then you look back and you're like, that was just a blip. And like, we totally made it work. (laughs) Right. I know. And it's like so important to keep those things in mind when the next crisis hits, because you're like, okay, well that thing felt horrible at the time and it turned out to be okay. So this probably will too. Oh my gosh. I love that. And you know, when we first talked on the podcast, we talked a lot about how you leverage client feedback to make really informed business decisions. And I don't even want to ask, is this still a part of your business? Because I know it is because I literally send you at least once a month, a product idea where I'm like, Hey, have you ever considered doing this? And you're like, Oh my gosh, yes, we have. Walk me through like how you take feedback and how you guys move with it, because I've seen it happen time and time again this year. And I think you are literally an expert at this. Oh, thank you so much. I guess I don't think of myself as an expert in it because there's nothing else that would make sense to do. Like there's no way that it wouldn't make sense to take feedback and use that to shape kind of what we're doing. But, you know, I think it's a mix of doing it like in a really natural way and then also being intentional about some of the ways that we're gathering feedback. So yeah, I'll use this year as an example. When COVID hit, we had always wanted to do hand sanitizer but it was never like this big priority for me. And when that happened, we already had a lot of the ingredients to make it on hand. If not, we have relationships with suppliers to kind of get some of those ingredients quickly. So we had just hired on a natural product formulator who had started like a few weeks before everything went down. And thankfully, we talked to her and she was able to create a hand sanitizer within like a week, which was the quickest by far we've ever come out with a product. So we launched that. It had a lot of really amazing medicinal immune boosting essential oils in it. And so like really great for truly fighting viruses and boosting white blood cells and things like that. So we were pumped about it. We launched it and Some people really loved it. Some people thought the scent was just really strong and it is, it's a stronger scent. There's a reason for that, but you know, I think that doesn't always resonate with everyone. So we launched it and quickly found that it was just really intense for 
for most people. So quickly, we went back to the drawing board and formulated a second option. We still have the original one for sale, but we came out with a second option that's much more mild, has oils that really like agree with everyone, like lavender and rosemary and peppermint. And we came out with that as kind of the regular hand sanitizer and then the immune boosting hand sanitizer. So that was just one example of how like initially we responded to this need, this kind of like outcry from people for hand sanitizer, which was like a widespread worldwide thing. And then we were hearing it from our customers too. And then it was kind of neat because they got to be also kind of a part of the product creation process firsthand by letting us know like, hey, this is like a little strong. And then we were able to just quickly kind of pivot and create a second option for them. For those that did feel like the first one was a bit too, a bit too much. So feedback has always guided our product decisions and the direction that we take our products and even which products we come out with. We do polls on Instagram every so often, just kind of gauging what people are wanting from us. And then we kind of, as a team, think about like what's doable for us and, you know, where these ideas might like fit in. And this year we really tried to be mindful of where our customer is at and kind of what they are doing right now, what they're wanting right now, what would be most helpful right now. So we're seeing like an increase in just wanting self-care type products and also products for the home because people are home a lot more. So we've come out with a CBD mask, which CBD is great for soothing. It's great for stress. So like internal stress and also stress on the skin. So that that's been a really cool product to launch. And then we've also come out with a series of home products. We came out with a summer home line, which consisted of a hand soap, a room spray, and an essential oil diffuser. And then we're going to be doing the same thing for autumn and then just came out with a line of Palo Santo products. So just trying to focus on like products that promote peace and relaxation and self-care and, and things like this right now based on what we've been hearing from customers. Oh, I love this. And I am obsessed with every new product you're putting out. And I thought it was so interesting at the beginning of the crisis with the hand sanitizer, you, Bethany, are so methodical about how you test and release products. And you usually give yourself quite a long runway before something actually goes out into the hands of consumers. And yeah. I thought it was so cool to watch you pivot and quickly take action and then pay attention and kind of shift again. And it, what I thought was so compelling and wonderful and a good reminder for anyone is I remember clicking to the hand sanitizer in the shop and you could read product reviews and your team so thoughtfully and excitedly responded to every single review, but especially the ones who were saying, oh, this isn't exactly what I thought it was going to be, or the scent was just too much. And I thought that, you know, a lot of times it's so easy for us to get defensive, especially when we care, because we very much care about the product. We care about the consumer. And I just thought, dang, what a great example of like, hey, we're taking your feedback. We're going back to the drawing board stay tuned. We hope something else comes out, you know, and it was just like, oh yes, this is what we need to do as businesses, as entrepreneurs and as creatives. And it was so, so cool. 
Oh, thank you. I think it can be tempting to come at things from a defensive point of view of like, oh, no, 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 you don't get it. Like, that's why this is why we did this. (laughs) But I mean, if I've learned anything over the last five years, it's like you can't have an ego when it comes to your creations. Of course, like you're going to have pride in them and you've put so much into them. So you care. But if you want to succeed and really create products that are going to resonate with people, you have to let them be a part of the process. Yeah. It's getting to that time of year where I'm just craving a slowdown. And yet the online business world, it definitely picks up speed over the holiday season. With new products and services and offers to share with the world, are you looking for help to get it all done so you can get back to family time? My freelance help comes from Fiverr. Fiverr's online marketplace connects businesses with freelancers offering hundreds of digital services, including graphic design, copywriting, web programming, film editing, and more. Whether you're launching your first business, scaling your current business, or in need of extra support to complete a project so you can focus on what matters most, Fiverr's global network of on-demand freelance talent is here to help. Find exactly what you need and customize your search by service, deadline, price, seller reviews, and more. No more guessing games. You'll know exactly what you're paying for upfront. No negotiating needed. I love using a Fiverr freelancer for video production or design whenever we're overloaded. You can check out Fiverr.com and receive 10% off your first order by using my code GOLDDIGGER. Find all the digital services you need in one place at F-I-V-E-R-R.com, code GOLDDIGGER. Again, that's Fiverr.com, code GOLDDIGGER. Yeah. And you invite people in. One thing I'm really like curious about is just like, what have you learned about your customers when consumer habits have been shaken up? I know you talked about kind of this deeper desire for self-care. Have you noticed any other trends? Cause I feel like this is the year where people are buying needs over wants. And I feel like some people are spending way more. Some people are spending way less. Has there been any trends that you've noticed as a product-based business? For sure. Yeah. Right now, more than ever, I'm so thankful that we are a natural skincare company and not just a skincare company because my biggest hope in all of this COVID stuff is that if anything, it'll serve as a wake up call for people to be more mindful of their health and what they're putting into their bodies and onto their bodies, because those things truly do have an impact on health and how resilient we are to sickness and disease. So I think our customers get that and they get that it's more than just taking care of your skin, which is a big deal, but it's also doing something that will have a positive impact on your health and also something that adds value to your life in regards to self-care, which is so important for all of us right now. Our customers do like see that as more of a necessity, just really caring for themselves and taking that time to do that. So the products that we've seen the biggest increase in have been Things like our gua sha stone, which Mm, we did a a really fun challenge on early on and early on in in all the stay at home stuff. And that did really, really well. We saw like a 400 and something percent increase in gua sha stone sales during that time period. And our esthetician led our community through a bunch of different trainings on how to do it and all of that. So that was really fun. And we've continued to see a spike in the gua sha sales and then masks too. I think with like spas generally being closed and people not being able to go out and get facials themselves, people are kind of taking it home and doing it themselves. 
Mm, I love that. And I think it is so interesting to look at how we are being challenged when we can't make appointments like normal or keep up with different routines that we have. It's like, okay, how do we learn how to do some of these things on our own? And how do we incorporate those learnings into our everyday life? I know I've sent you photos before, but it's so funny in the morning, whenever I do Coco's hair, she'll grab my jade roller and roll her face. And it's like, (laughs) our kids are watching us and then she'll roll my face. And I'm like, (laughs) oh my gosh, we've gotten you started. You're going to be hooked. It's hilarious. It is so funny. I know. My girls are the same way. They love like, and they see how I spray, like my daughter this morning, I was testing this rose mist stuff and she was spraying it in the air. And I always kind of like fan it into my face with my hands. And then I saw her like spraying it and doing the same thing. Yeah. It's so funny how they watch us and emulate everything. It is. Well, and I'm just always so grateful that the products are safe for her too. Cause then it's like, if I sneak a little face mist, I'll say, close your eyes and then she'll do it too. And I'm like, oh my gosh, it's so crazy. I want to know something that you are super good at. And I'm curious if this is intentional. I'm 99% sure it is, but you do these concentrated pushes towards different products. And I personally love that as a consumer and as someone who is an affiliate for your company, because it kind of reinvigorates my knowledge on the products that I already use and love, but it also kind of brings this new buzz about different things that you've created or different ways to use your products. Walk me through kind of your thought process on that, because I think you do this better than anyone I know. Oh, thanks. I totally drew a lot of that inspiration from you and just how you, I mean, your launches are obviously so different from ours, but just, I love the idea of this concentrated educational push towards different things. And with our company being a natural skincare company, there is a lot of education that goes into it because like with the stuff I was talking about earlier and, you know, deodorant detoxing and why would you switch to natural deodorant and oil cleansing? Like, what is that? Why, how is it different than using a harsh cleanser? Like there's so much information that goes into kind of informing people on why they would want to make these swaps or use these products or ditch their conventional products. So Education has always been huge for us. And I think like, as I thought more about how to really hammer these points home, it made sense to kind of plan out the year with different focused pushes for specific things. So like last month in August, we did a big deodorant push and we offered half off your first deodorant if you subscribe. And then we also just spent the entire month writing blog posts about transitioning to natural deodorant, what that looks like, why it matters. I did an Instagram live kind of talking about that. And then we did just a lot of Instagram posts and stories and newsletters and such that went out over the course of that month. I just didn't want anyone to like see the promo and not have the information behind that of like, why does this matter? And for me, it just made, it makes the most sense to really, hammer that home because like you always say, not everyone is paying attention to every single thing that you do. So I don't think that there's anyone out there like eating up every single blog post, every single newsletter, like reading the entire thing of everything we came up, came out with. I just hope that those like having slightly different angles to each one that everyone will get something 
from something that we did. Mm -hmm. Like everyone will take the piece that resonates most with them and just internalize that and, and process it and think about it. Well, I love that. And it's so funny because it's like, I'm an avid follower and fan. And like, I probably missed 80% of what you did and caught Mm -hmm. just that 20. And I think so often we almost get like apologetic because we're like, oh my gosh, I'm being so annoying. But in reality, people are only seeing like 6% if that of what you're putting out there. And so I just think it's brilliant to do those concentrated pushes specifically because, and I think more people could be better at this, you are educating people around your product. And I think a lot of product-based businesses miss the mark here because a lot of times people need to understand how this fits into their life, how this changes their life, how it works, how to use it, how to evolve as a consumer of that product. And I think that a lot of times people sell their products by highlighting their features versus highlighting the experience and answering those questions that people are likely asking themselves. And when you look at your business model, education is so deeply intertwined with your products that it is necessary that people consume that information before they ever even purchase the product. So I just think it's such a beautiful example of how product-based businesses shouldn't be leaning on the actual products themselves, but really be relying on that education around them. I totally agree. And to your point of just people only seeing like six to 20% of what you're putting out there. If that you really do feel like towards the end, like a broken record and (laughs) it's like hard to kind of like take that out of the equation and kind of just keep moving forward. But I think it's so important because you're just so few people are going to see what you want them to see if you don't. Okay. So one thing we have to talk about, because I think this is probably one of the biggest changes since 2018 is that you, Bethany, have kind of stepped more into the limelight in a sense of sharing just a little bit more about you, why you create what you create and stepping up a little bit more as a founder. And I first want to commend you because I know that that can feel uncomfortable, but I think it's really important. What has that looked like in terms of growing your comfort level of being the face of a very fast growing brand? And how have you kind of gotten the confidence to be able to do that? That's a good question. (laughs) (laughs) It was really like being in your mastermind really inspired me to do more of that because I wasn't really prior to it. And I think part of it was just having this head down mentality, go, 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 like products and education first and foremost, and kind of minimalizing like the importance of me connecting with people not that it wasn't something I wanted to do. I just, I didn't know if it really mattered to my community. I just, I don't know. It was an easy thing for me to kind of just put to the side for Mm -hmm. the first several years. And then you and some of the other girls in the mastermind really inspired me to kind of change that. And it was uncomfortable at first, but it's become something that is one of my favorite things now. I, I love kind of taking time out to 
think back to how things got going in the beginning and then kind of process like what's going on now and what can I, mm. what can I say about this? And it's really allowed me to have a better grasp on like what's going on, where am I at? And it's forced me to think about those things rather than just kind of like plummeting ahead and not really taking, ever taking a step back to like appreciate the wins and remember the why and all of those things that are so important to do and so important to keep at the forefront. So it's been different and challenging in certain ways, but I'm thankful that you guys gave me that push back then because it's just been really helpful for me personally as I navigate all of this as an entrepreneur. Well, and I think too, it's so easy for us to just be like, I'm boring. My story's boring. I'm not who I was when I started all of this, but I think that's like the power of that transformation. And there's so many things that people relate to you specifically on. And when you can really see and put that face behind the person that's creating, it creates this deeper connection to the product. And it's kind of like when you go to somebody's home and you sit down and have coffee with them. And now suddenly you can picture them in their life. Like you can picture where Bethany's dancing in the kitchen with June and like what that looks like. (laughs) And I feel like with businesses, when you can picture that maker, it really deepens that connection to that product. And I know for me going down to the primarily peer headquarters and getting to meet the team and watching the deodorant get made and stirring the pot and seeing all of that. Now, when I hold the products, I just have this deeper understanding and appreciation. And so I think that when a product-based company shows the makers and showcases the team, it allows people to visualize that process and have that deeper appreciation in a way that wouldn't be possible if you were leading with the products first and not the people. And I just think that you have done a really great job of that. Thanks, Jenna. I agree. And I definitely feel that way with other brands that I follow. And I think it's just, for me, it was like a matter of just doing it and not like thinking too much about it. Like, oh, is this this really important to people? Do they really care? Like I knew that I cared seeing that in other brands and I just had to to do it. So yeah, it reminds me of Mr. Rogers when they used to go to the factories and show you how something was made and you like never look at the product the same way, you know, where you're like, Oh my gosh, that's the process of getting cinnamon. That was just on (laughs) Sesame street. And Drew and I were like mind blown. We were like, wait, (laughs) that's where cinnamon comes from. And so now every single day when I make a latte, a little sprinkle of cinnamon cinnamon comes from. Yes. It's crazy. (laughs) It's a crazy process, but it just makes me me smile because I'm like, Oh, now I like just have this deeper appreciation for the product itself. And I think the same goes for all product-based businesses. Yeah, I agree. So do you have any tips on how to check in with your customers and evaluate what they want or need from your products? Do you have anything that our listeners can kind of walk away and take action on in terms of that connection piece? Yeah, several things. I think keeping close track of questions you're getting in your inbox, in your DMs, in your comments, kind of tallying up certain things that are reoccurring. And just so you can kind of track the themes of what people are either confused about or like super interested in, things like that. I think just kind of tracking that as a whole is important. 
so you can uncover these themes and either make changes or deliver better education on certain subjects. That's kind of an easy one. And then some of the more intentional things that we've done are doing regular polls on Instagram stories, which are so easy to put together and always so helpful. And then we recently sent out a survey to all of our customers, anyone who's ever purchased something from Primally Pure. And this was a kind of a long, I would say long-ish, not super long, but moderately long survey. And I was shocked. We got 4,000 responses back. I still haven't even gone through the entire spreadsheet. People were writing like paragraphs upon paragraphs of feedback for us in this survey. And the, the main purpose of the survey was changing our tagline. It used to be nature is smarter than science. And now we have changed it to pure ingredients, real results. So we sent out a survey that was kind of to gather feedback on which of the taglines we had suggested people liked the most. And then we had an option for people to add in their thoughts as well. And then I think there were other questions in there too, just sprinkled in about products and interests and other things like that. But I was shocked by just the amount of responses we received. And then also the detail to which people went into sharing their thoughts on everything. And it was so helpful. We didn't offer anything to people for completing the survey, which was even crazier. But I think it's just a testament to kind of what we've always done in terms of educating the customer and just trying to be like a friend to people, not so like unapproachable, but just really always wanting to like meet people where they're at and really serve them. And, you know, we've always tried to do that, but it was really affirming to get those responses back and just see how comfortable people did feel and sharing their thoughts with us and the time they took to do that. It was really rewarding. And of course, like so helpful. So I think just making an effort to, in addition to asking for feedback, like just always keeping it at the forefront to add value to your customers. And when you do that, once the time comes to like make an ask of them, people are going to be so willing to, to answer whatever you want them to. Yeah. It's so awesome because I've just watched this evolution and expansion. And so then my brain is always like, wait, can we try this? Can we do this? Can we formulate this? I'm like, I feel so invested in the business. when you do that. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I'm like, hmm, I'm thinking. And I think that that's the beauty of the way that you run the company is that people genuinely just feel invested in the products, the launches, the ideas, and feel so much a part of it where I'm like, can we do this? As in we, as in I'm a make-believe part of this company. (laughs) And so it's just been a beautiful, (laughs) (laughs) it's been such a beautiful like expansion and growth and such a natural progression. And it's insane when we look at even just the difference from your first interview to today, how has that felt? Because there has just been a lot of growth. Yeah, so much. It's been such a journey, so many ups and downs, and I'm so thankful for all of them because my mindset has gone through such a big shift in like in the beginning, just kind of always feeling the weight of 
so many different aspects of the business. And, and I still feel that way in, in a lot of ways, but in the beginning I was, I really like internalized things and even kind of have this like victim mindset of like, why, why is this happening? Like why this is, this shouldn't be this way. This is frustrating and kind of resisting these challenges rather than now I've taken on more of a mindset of like, okay, this is what we're dealing with. How can we grow from this? How can I learn from this? How can I come out of this better on the other end? And so just kind of flipping the switch and changing my mindset from like, why is this happening to me to what is this teaching me has really allowed me to see things more as opportunities and even be thankful for some of the struggles that we're going through because I know that they're building character and that I will be better off having gone through them and the company will be better off having gone through them. But it doesn't always feel like that in the moment. There's still plenty of days where, you know, I'm super overwhelmed or stressed out about things, but it's been such a journey and so many years of just really like of growth. And I'm really thankful for that at the end of the day. Mm, I've loved getting to watch it up close and personal and just be a part of your life and your work. I want to know where can everybody find out more about you and the products that you create, the products that I am obsessed with. Tell us where we can connect. You can find us at primallypure.com. And then from there, you can get to our blog. You can also find our blog at purelifeblog.com. And then on Instagram at Primally Pure. And we're starting to get a little bit more active on YouTube. So you can find us there as well. Awesome. And Bethany so kindly offered an additional discount for all of our Gold Digger listeners. So typically you can only get 10% off, which is still a steal of a deal. But for anyone listening to this episode, if you use the code Gold Digger at checkout, you can save 15%, which is huge. And it's just an amazing way to start the process of leaning into more natural products and things that you can actually pronounce, which I love. And of course, if you want to see all of my favorites, we have them highlighted at jennacutcher.com slash primally peer. I include info on everything that I love and everything that my neighbor saw on my sink, which is pretty much everything at this point. Like Drew is like, should I build a shelf for your products? And I was like, nah, they're fine. (laughs) Oh, thank you so much, Bethany, for all that you create and do in the way that you show up in the world. I am just so grateful to be able to watch and consume all of it. Thank you so much. Always great to chat with you. I can't wait to see what the interview will look like two years from now. I mean, mind are going to be blown again. It's going to be crazy. Oh, it's going to be fun. (laughs) I can't wait. Oh, you are the best. Oh, it is so fun to bring past guests back onto the show. And my goodness, getting to watch Bethany just run and scale and grow and evolve over the last few years has been nothing short of a joy. I know you're probably super curious about what my favorite products are or why I love them or what that switch looked like for me and my health. So like I said, if you want to head to jennacutcher.com slash primallypure, you can read about my entire journey, my top pick 
topics, what are my must-haves and my favorites. And again, you can use the code GOLDDIGGER to save 15% on your order at Primally Peer. This is a huge discount. They usually only do 10%. And so take advantage and start to enjoy the products that I am obsessed with. Thank you so much to Bethany for being a part of my life and this gold digger community. And until next time, gold diggers, keep on digging your biggest goals. And thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Gold Digger Podcast. I'm over here giving you a virtual high five because you just finished another episode of the Gold Digger Podcast. Did that go by way too fast for anyone else? If you want more, head over to golddiggerpodcast.com for show notes and all the discount codes from today's sponsors. And if you're looking for a new crew of movers and shakers like you to bounce ideas and ask questions, be sure to join my exclusive community for gold diggers on Facebook. The link's waiting for you at golddiggerpodcast.com.